Welcome to In the Word Devotions by Wellspring Christian Ministries. We're glad you joined us as we hear from God through His Word. Here's our CEO, Julia Bruce, with today's devotion. Thank you for joining us today for another episode of In the Word Devotions, a ministry of Wellspring Christian Ministries. Today we are going to look at John chapter 8 and verse 12, where Jesus is talking to the crowds and he says to them, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. When you think about light, what comes to your mind? Maybe it's the light that you turned on as you entered the room you were in. Or if you're outside, perhaps it's the sun or at night the moon and stars. And maybe it's the red light you ran this morning trying to get to work on time. Well, Jesus said that as long as he is in the world, he is the light of the world. Today, because Jesus lives within us, the light of the world should be radiating from within us to the rest of the world. We're going to look at some of the characteristics and properties of light to see how we can apply those to Jesus' words. Since God created light, he created every characteristic and property that makes light what it is. So Jesus fully understood exactly what light is and how it works when he said, I am the light of the world. So let's take a little trip back to science class and remember what we learned about light. First, light has an effect on materials. Opaque materials absorb light, but they do not let light pass through them. We certainly want to absorb all the light of Jesus into our lives that we can. But if we hold that light within us and don't pass it on to others, we're being an opaque Christian. Translucent materials allow light to pass through them, but it distorts the light during the passage. If we are a translucent Christian, we might tell others about Christ or profess to be a Christian, but we don't really live a life like a Christ follower. That then gives the world a distorted view of both Christ and Christianity. Transparent materials allow light to easily pass through them. As a transparent Christian, we not only tell others about Christ, but they can see Christ living in us. So which of these is true for you? Are you an opaque Christian, a translucent Christian, or a transparent Christian? The next property of light is reflection. Light will bounce off of materials in one of two ways. It will either diffuse and go in different directions, which is what happens on rough, textured, or uneven surfaces. Or it has a specular reflection where light goes in one direction, which is what happens on smooth and shiny surfaces, and the result is an image being seen. Much like when you look in a mirror and see your image or your reflection in a body of water. As a Christian, we certainly want to reflect Christ to a lost world. As long as we are in this world, we are supposed to be light to the rough, textured, uneven surfaces caused by sin in this world. Yet as we remain in the world, we should be reflecting Christ in every direction that we go, 
whether it is at home with our spouse and children, at the grocery store checkout line, in rush hour traffic, at church, visiting the neighbors, or even when we're alone. At the same time, as a Christian, Christ washed our sins away with his blood on the cross, leaving us shiny and sparkling clean. So, as the light of Christ creates a specular reflection in us, the image that should be seen is Christ in us. So, as a Christian, do you both diffuse the light of Christ wherever you are, and is there a specular reflection that shows Christ's image for all to see? Another property of light is refraction. Whenever light changes speeds, it will bend or refract. The simple rule of thumb is that when light slows down, it will refract towards the normal line. But when it speeds up, it will refract away from the normal line. Refraction usually happens when light travels from one medium to the next. In all of our lives, there comes a time when we need to slow down and just let the light of Christ bend and refract toward the line of our own hearts. We can become so busy refracting the light of Christ away to others that we become tired and exhausted. In Mark 6, we find that after empowering them, Jesus sent the disciples out to heal the sick and cast out demons and minister to people. When they returned, they were super excited about everything that they had been able to do in the name of Jesus, but they were also very tired. So in verse 31, Jesus says to them, Come away by yourselves to a remote place and rest for a while. They had been refracting the light of Christ to everyone they came in contact with. But now it was time for the light of Christ to refract back towards their own hearts. When was the last time you slowed the pace of life down and listened to the softly spoken words of Jesus Whisper across your heart saying to you, come away by yourself to a remote place and rest for a while. Is it time for the light of Jesus to refract to your own heart? Light also has the property of dispersion. This is the process in which light is separated into its colors due to the differences in degrees of refraction. So if we look at the colors of the rainbow, we can see the different ways the light of Christ is dispersed into the world. Red reminds us of his blood that he shed on the cross that washes away our sins. Orange is a bright color much like the sun, and just as the sun illuminates the world and expels darkness, Christ, the Son of God, illuminates sin in our lives and expels the spiritual darkness when we invite him into our hearts to be our savior. Yellow reminds us of the streets of gold in heaven so that we can remember earth is not our home. Green reminds us of healthy, living, and growing plants. And as Christians, we should be spiritually healthy, living, and growing in our faith. Blue reminds us of water. And Jesus said that he is the living water and that whoever believes in him would never thirst again. So if you're feeling a little thirsty spiritually, have you met Jesus at the well of living water lately? Violet can remind us of the kingly robes that were often purple. So as we think about purple, 
we can see Christ as the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Does the light of Christ disperse in you so that all the colors are evident? Interference is another property of light. It can superimpose and have either a constructive interference or a destructive interference. When we think about Christ as the light of the world, we need to personally reflect on our interference of his light to the world. Sin creates a destructive interference, while repentance creates a constructive interference. Before salvation, our sin separated us from God, which is destructive interference. And it kept us in the darkness and made us a slave to sin. But as we heard or read the message of God's gift of salvation, another property of light occurred. Christ's light bent around the obstacle of our sin as God's word or the person telling us about Christ created a small opening into our hearts where Christ's light emerged. And if we repented of our sins and accepted Christ as our Savior, his light then spread out in all directions of our heart. That property is called diffraction. At the moment of salvation, the light of Christ had a constructive interference. It also continues to have a constructive interference through the Holy Spirit who lives and dwells within us. Once we are saved, we are saved for eternity. However, sin can continue to cause a destructive interference in our relationship with Christ. So it is important that whenever the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin in our lives, that we immediately confess and repent of that sin. The last two properties of light are frequency and brightness. Frequency is the number of cycles that occur in a given amount of time. What is the frequency you are coming to the light of the world? Do you just show up at church for Easter Sunday and Christmas Eve service? Or maybe you attend church every Sunday? Well, there are six more days in the week. Are you spending time with the light of the world every day? And there are 24 hours in every day. Are you living a life where you are walking with Christ every moment of the day? And then that brings us to brightness. The brightness of light is affected by distance. At night, if I turn on the outside porch light, the further I get from the light, the less light there is. The same is true for the light of Christ. If we think attending church just at Easter and Christmas is enough, there will not be very much of the light of Christ shining in, in us. But if we attend church every Sunday, but are not spending time with Christ every day, you might start out the week with a bright glow, but the closer you get to Saturday, the dimmer the light will be. Jesus not only said that he is the light of the world, in Matthew 5.14, he also said, you are the light of the world. We can only be light to the world when the light of Christ is shining brightly within us. If we are going to be bright and shining lights to a dark world enslaved to sin, we must be plugged into the source of light. Only then can we share all the properties of the light of the world with the world. Thank you for joining us today. 
Be sure to visit us on the web at wellspringchristianministries.org. And if you'd like to schedule Julia to speak at an event at your church, call us today at 904-239-8937 or complete the event speaker request form under the events tab of our website. We hope you'll join us again for our next podcast episode.